Today is November 26th, 2020. This is episode 91 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. In this episode, I am going to be talking about the new Taylor Swift uh, documentary studio session film. I guess they're just calling it an original film that uh, was released yesterday. And some of my uh, thoughts about it and some of my feelings about it from um, we have <laughs> two kids and uh, work full time. So we only watched about the first, I guess, like third of it. Watched the first, I think, eight songs. I don't know how long that is um, before bed. And turns out I have some thoughts. So first of all, um, the easiest thought to give uh, is you should probably watch this if unless you absolutely hate Taylor Swift or you don't listen to music and don't like it. Um, you should probably watch this because we're all at home anyways. And what else are you doing? Unless you don't like, I guess, unless you don't have Disney Plus and you've never wanted it. Um, I think you should get to Disney Plus even if you don't like this. Um, but I definitely think that if you do like it, you should get Disney Plus. And if you have it, you should watch this. Um, so first of all, the folklore of the album came out, what, two or three months ago? Maybe even longer. Honestly, the timeline is impossible to predict at this point. Um, but Folklore came out. At, it's been out for at least a little while now. And I've listened to it many, many times. Um, so I really like the album. I really like Folklore, just the album itself. And of the music that was released since the lockdown started uh, in March, this is pretty much the only adult music that I've listened to. So having a kid who constantly asks for Disney songs or, you know, just whatever random kids music that we've uh, found that she happens to be obsessed with. She goes like she's going right now through an obsessive phase where she'll like pick one album that she really likes that she's heard before. And then she'll just ask for it on repeat over and over again. And then like a week later, she'll find, remember something different exists. And then we'll listen to that for a week. Um, and so my version of that is listening to folklore. Like that's the only adult music I've actually listened to throughout this time since March. Um, and I, I like it. Like I unashamedly love this album. It's really good music and great lyrics. And, you know, I, I've always appreciated Taylor Swift's music. Um, she's become a better singer and she's always been a really great songwriter. So yeah, I have no faults with this album. I'm not a music critic. I'm not trying to be, um, but so I can just <laughs> appreciate it wholeheartedly. Um, and the other thing is, so for these studio sessions, it's just her, um, her, would you call him producer, Jack Antonoff, and one of the musicians from The National, who is uh, named Aaron Dessner. And so it, her and Aaron co-wrote most of the album. Um, Jack Antonoff helped with some of the uh, album. Um, but it's basically the three of them in a little building in somewhere in the US. I don't even know where it is. Upstate New York, it says. Um, called Long Pond Studio. I guess this, since this is a music studio, probably other groups have performed there, but I've never heard of it before. Um, but I must say, like one of my favorite things about music, like I love music. I, I can appreciate lots of different kinds of music. But one of my favorite things that you can do in music is take a song that I already really like and strip it down and just play it, not acoustically necessarily, um, although I think this is mostly acoustic. Um, but like strip it down to its bare parts. So like in most of these songs, it is her singing, possibly Taylor playing the guitar, 
um, one of the two um, of Aaron or Jack playing the guitar or the piano and or the piano. And I think one of the or two of the songs, Jack is playing drums, just like a really simple drum beat, not like a drum kit or anything. Um, so I honestly, because I love that aspect of music so much, like that kind of music, just simple, almost like covers, but it's like just a stripped down version of the of the person performing the song. Um, I was predisposed to love this, but it's just it's a really great implementation of it. And um, seeing it done in such a simple way really evokes the feeling that I think what they were going for, um, which is just like intimacy, closeness and and recognition of the fact that we can't all be together like she can't. Taylor can't have concerts. She talks about this. She talks about finding out that all her uh, her tour was canceled um, in like between the song so this this film is basically them going through the three of them going through the playlist the the whole album playlist um and like little conversations and snippets about the songs in between the songs and like it's it's so simple it's so um easy to it's so easy conceptually and yet so powerful as a whole like as a whole piece of media and yeah i just it's it's really great um, I have always found, and I don't think this is an unpopular opinion. Taylor Swift has always been a really great icon in pop culture. It's been what has it been 20 years? No, it can't possibly have been, um, 15 years, maybe that she has been kind of singer songwriter started off as country. Now she's fully into pop and, and now folk, I guess, for this one album. We'll see if that continues. Um, she's kept improving every aspect of her music, every aspect of her performance. Um, so when she very first started, she got she was noticed and and found because of her songwriting ability. It was always Taylor Swift, the teenage girl, and she wrote this song herself. Um, she was not at the very beginning of her career. She wasn't the best singer. She wasn't like she wasn't competing. She was never going to win a competition where she was the best singer out there. But she was obviously talented musically and a great lyricist. And she, and the fact that she wrote her own songs was a huge plus, and everyone made everyone um, you know really like her that much more. But honestly, over the years since that first album, um, Taylor Swift, she has upped her singing game. She's upped her songwriting skills, too. I'm not saying that she's not any better at that, but I think she could honestly compete now. Um, she might not win because there are a lot of extraordinarily talented and powerful singers. Um, people like Adele um, is the one that jumps right out to mind first, but um, she's a really great singer. and like. Honestly, any singing flaws that she used to have live that were kind of covered up by um, covered up by album performances like it should if she could practice it, if she could do the line over and over again, she could nail it eventually. Um, but if she tried to do it live, it wasn't perfect necessarily. Um, that is no longer the case. Having seen many of her concerts recently, uh, I mean, not that recently, but having seen concerts and having seen concert um Having seen concert documentaries, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, and now this, like I have recorded studio sessions before by like I've recorded the audio of it. I've recorded the video of it. And it is extraordinarily hard to be that good. Um, it's hard to be that good musically unless you're doing a bunch of takes. And so it's clear that they either did a bunch of takes and only picked the very best ones or pieced them together. Um, or they just did these in one take and this was just what they got. And I think I I don't know for sure. I've been looking for little clues. Um, what you would know, what you would look for if 
to be con- to like confirm it in my mind um would be little clues like um really trying to focus would would indicate to me that they have done it a bunch of times and they're really trying to hit this one part um another thing would be if there was a little mistake in there like anytime you see a little tiny mistake that's like so excusable um that would indicate to me oh yeah this is the one time that they did it and that mistake was acceptable and so they left it and just kept going um which is again something that i have done when i've been recording stripped down songs like acoustically like this um so i I honestly do at this point unless i get evidence otherwise i think they just ran through this these songs one time like maybe they if there was a huge major screw up um they restarted one or two or whatever but i don't think they took like five or six takes of each and pieced it all together it doesn't seem like that's what they did um so yeah putting together this album in in quarantine and lockdown and now also doing this recorded session is like it's a really impressive thing and it, it really goes to show you that um if you focus especially like if you focus during lockdown um it's the, there's this whole um what's the what's the saying it's like um if you have constraints constraints breed creativity um so i think that it's normally like a comedy thing but i think it's true of any kind of entertainment is that when you have to when you're constrained in some specific way that you can't do like there's certain things you can't do that you're not allowed or you're not um you've set yourself a goal or something whatever it is um it breeds creativity for different things and so taylor and her collaborators obviously made this album in a different way than they otherwise would have um and this this studio session probably would have been different it probably wouldn't have been um a thing recorded with three people in the room and then broadcast elsewhere it probably would have been like taylor is famous for doing um like sessions for her fans so she'll gather like in one of her living rooms or something she will gather her fans in there and just perform for them um this is very different but it's also extremely successful at what it is and yeah so she would be doing concerts she would be um like you know in a studio with these people not recording separately from their own homes and and piecing it together um and it just shows that if you if you're able to focus on that kind of thing if you're able to say okay we're doing this we can't we can't all be together we can't really travel at all um but i really want to make music like she can focus she and her collaborators can focus all their energy on making this thing happen and it's it's clear to me at least that that's what's happening here um if that's all you can do is sit there and and write and focus on music if that's your job um it's not something it's impossible to do in lockdown you just have to do that part of it you can't obviously give concerts to a tens of thousands of screaming fans but you can do this and they did it to perfection. So, um, yeah, I really like the album. If you haven't ever listened to it, I highly recommend it. It's great. Um, it's not necessarily, I wouldn't say it's about the pandemic at all, but it definitely evokes feelings or is about feelings that are, that come up during the pandemic, during lockdown, that kind of thing. And yeah, um, it's been really great so far. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the, um, studio sessions. And, uh, I, I think I'm going to leave it there for now. Highly recommended. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. Thanks very much for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.